This is the Yob ConvoCast, one-on-one conversations with your other brother's authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, friends, and welcome back to the Yob ConvoCast conversations with folks in and around the Yabosphere. I've I've been calling it the Yabaverse for a while now, and I'm I'm ready to to let go of the Yabaverse because of a um, because of a certain Facebook billionaire. I'm just I'm just ready to distance myself from anything adverse. So I'm testing out the Yabosphere. We're gonna see we're gonna see if that works. Um, but I'm really excited for this person in the Yabosphere because he's been in our community for several years now and recently came on as a regular contributor on our blog. He's already written a few blogs on our site, and I was delighted when I reached out to him to see if he would come on the podcast, if that's something he would go for, if that's something he would be ready for. Um, And to my delight, he said yes. And so I'm so excited um, to have him on our ConvoCast today. I knew I wanted the listeners to meet him at some point. He's been in our midst for many years now, and he's as solid and true as they come. His name is Michael. What's up, Michael? Howdy. Howdy. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, it's it's so it's so weird to call you Michael because you go by the initials MJB. You know, you go by your full name on our blog, and it just rolls off the tongue so well to just call you MJB. Do you have a preference for this convocast, what I refer to you as? Yes, I would say Michael. Michael, okay. We can go with Michael. Michael, tell the listeners, because I know there are a bunch of listeners listening who know exactly who you are, but for the general audience listening, who maybe maybe they've read your blogs, maybe they haven't, maybe they don't know who you are. Um, why don't you just introduce yourself? Okay. Oh, also, hold on, hold on, Michael. I completely forgot. So you commented on this before the recording, but I'm back in my Yob studio here in the Blue Ridge and back to my magical hourglass. I was not able to use this in our last episode when I was on the road with Matthew, but now I'm back, I'm back and I'm flipping over the magical Yob hourglass. So your 30 minute timer, Michael, is now going. And as to refresh the listeners, when the sand runs out, so does our time here together <laughs> to be so dramatic. All right, now you can go ahead and tell us about yourself. Now I have all this pressure. Watch the sand, uh, yeah, kernel by kernel. Okay. And sadly, I can see the hourglass, so it's going to make it even more pressure. (laughs) Um, Anyways, I'm here in Jacksonville. I was born here, but I've never once called this city my home. Mm. I I consider Seattle my home. I lived there for 12 and a half years. Um, This morning, I woke up. It was 46 degrees. I'm, I'm anemic, so that makes it even worse for me. Mm. And so right now I'm wrapped up in a coat and, and socks and gloves and a hat and a scarf. Uh, if I could do anything else, I would. Michael, the warmth of this conversation will be good for your soul. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> do you feel the warmth? Do you feel the love? I, I do, actually. I can see it through the screen. It's, it's nice. And I know, I know there are people listening who are extending that warmth to you. I'm sure they're delighted that you're 
on a podcast production with your other brothers? I have to say that I was really surprised when you asked me to do this because I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. Have you? Just to, just to see what it would be like to have one mm-hmm. done. And uh, now my dream is true. It is coming you true. You know, this is my goal, Michael, and your other brothers, is I just want to make people's dreams come true. So if it's if, <laughs> if talking to me for 30 minutes while an hourglass turns with every grain falling, the, the pressure mounting, um, I'm happy. I'm happy to, to fulfill that dream. I'm glad. You know, if nothing else, Michael, you try out this podcast, and when it's done, you're like, wow that was anticlimactic or I never want to do that again, then that's totally fine. <laughs> There's no pressure to, no pressure to come back, but I definitely wanted the listeners to meet you at least, at least once. Well, I, I'm excited. So, and I'm glad you mentioned Seattle because I feel like Seattle is my spirit home. I've never lived there, but I've visited multiple times. I was just there actually earlier this year and love that city so much. Is that a city you could ever see yourself living in again? Um, I would have said yes, if my brother still lived there. Okay. Interesting. But now he's in Phoenix, so I'll be moving there. So breaking news, no longer, no longer in Jacksonville, Jayville. I don't think it's ever been called that, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I like, I like making up names for places. It's kind of my thing. <laughs> okay. Jayville. Yeah. Going West, but that's, that's a big jump to get closer to Seattle. You'd be significantly closer to Seattle in Arizona. That's true. So maybe maybe Arizona, it's not too far away. I've always told people, I lived in San Diego also, and I said if if I had to place the people of Seattle with the weather of San Diego, uh, that would be a present a pretty pleasant place to live. Yeah. Yeah, I know that does that checks a lot of boxes, but um Michael, maybe I'll move to Seattle in the coming years, and then you can just follow me up there. You'll have a contact. You'll have somebody there. <laughs> oh, that works. I have, I have this this vision. I Seattle comes up every once in a while in these podcasts that I do with people. I remember talking about Seattle with Marshall because Marshall lived there for a time. Um, I just have this vision of ending my life in Seattle. This sounds very dark and morbid, but I just want to like – one day, you know, maybe it's three decades from now, but like, I just want a cabin on an island in Puget Sound. And I just want to like grow a long beard, have a lantern hanging on the porch, <laughs> you know, and just like, that's, that's where I close out my life just in a, on a remote um, outskirt of Seattle. I, that, that to me would be the dream. <laughs> I had, when I lived there, one of the places I lived, it was in the university district. And um, I had I had these these bay windows in the living room, and during the summer, you would swear that Mount Rainier was right in the middle of downtown. Mm, I know it was a beautiful view. When it's a clear view in Seattle, Mount Rainier is breathtaking. It's it sounds so cliche, but it's like the most gorgeous mountain in a city that I've ever seen. So yeah, pretty pretty surreal. Um, well, what else about your life, Michael? I know before we started recording, you had to lock up a certain creature that wouldn't disrupt disrupt the recording. How's how's that situation? I don't think he likes the fact that you, you're calling him a creature. <laughs> what would he prefer? Friend. What would he prefer to be called? <laughs> um, I I don't even call him dog. Um, I guess he's my baby. Oh, um, your so baby. rumor. I had to lock him out because. Um, 
one, he's distracting because he always wants to be on a camera. Mm. And two, because uh, he's going to start barking if a dog passes by. So I had to put him outside. And in case the listeners missed that, yes, your dog's name is in fact Rumor. And not just Rumor, but Rumor with an extra U. The British spelling. The British spelling of rumor. I just, that's that's probably my favorite name for a dog that I've ever heard, Michael. I don't think that's an exaggeration. I'm pretty sure that's that's accurate. And it is a cute dog. Rumor's made an appearance on many Zoom calls in Yab over the years. Yes, he has. I, I screwed up by letting him do it one time, and now he always wants to be on TV. <laughs> he wants to be on TV. Don't let the fame go to your, go to your dog's head. <laughs> well, I'm excited. Michael, that you're here. I'm excited for your blog. You know, you are you are the star of the blog right now because for whatever reason, you know, our blog has highs and lows. And over the years, you know, we've been around for about seven years now and have lots have had lots of different authors and bloggers and podcasters come in and come out. And some people have lots of stories to share and then they run out and some are more of a slow, like try to be consistent, but maybe not as often. And so, so we're at a place right now where, where a lot of our other bloggers aren't blogging as much, whether for time constraints or lack of stories or, or whatever the reason is. And so it's been really awesome to have you and, and some other new, new blood in the system um, and to be able to have new stories being told. And you have like, I feel like it's going to be really fun just to see your story slowly unfold on our blog because you have an incredible story and you have lots of stories to tell. That's still sad that it's true. <laughs> yeah. Do I you have mind? So many stories. Yeah. Do you mind sharing? Cause you, you, I'm just like picturing a listener who has never heard of you before. Um, they, they hear your voice and they're like, okay, he definitely sounds older than Tom. Do you mind sharing your age or your approximate age? I have to be very careful with this question. <laughs> uh um, I don't mind. Um, I'll be 61 in three weeks. 61 in three weeks, which makes you one of the older bloggers on our site, which we, we it's a perspective we need more of. Like up until now, Marshall was like holding it down for for the boomers. <laughs> and so so I'm glad you you're giving Marshall some company now, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice to have a little extra extra. Um, age diversity on our on our website because we do have a decent following like we have a lot of 50 plus people in our community mm -hmm. so i'm glad you're you're in the mix I, I have to admit that i didn't think that was true i thought that the majority of the people in the group were, were in the 30s which is probably still true but knowing that there are older older guys in there too makes it feel good yeah yeah we want everyone to have a voice in our community. And that's, you know, the longer this thing goes, that's that's like something that I'm more conscious of than ever. It's like, gosh, do we have enough older representation? Do we have enough married representation? Do we have enough racial representation? Like all of these different categories of humans. Like it's, it's great that we can all kind of rally around Jesus and rally around a certain conviction with our sexuality or rally around various uh, woundings or insecurities relating to masculinity or gender identity. So, so there's a lot that keeps us in common, but it's always in my mind, like, gosh, who whose story haven't we heard yet? And, and it's just really cool to, to see your story. Your story is so interesting because like you talk about being in the military, you talk about 
I mean, that's a whole story in and of itself, which you've told a little bit about on our blog. Um, you haven't talked about being being engaged a few times. That's happened. Um, I'm just I'm there's there's so much to your story that I am eager for listeners and readers to learn more of. Yeah, well, the military thing is is something I still find I don't know what the word I I guess I find it kind of odd um, because it, what it happened you know the military sent me to prison for being gay, and then when I tell that to people, they still can't believe that it's true. Yeah. But this is decades. Yeah, this is decades before "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" was was repealed, and so this is a different. This is literally a different era, you know. And that's, yeah. you know, an era before I was around, and a lot of our younger millennial Gen Z supporters and community members were around, and so that's where it's like so enlightening. Like I'm reading about you're writing stories about like the AIDS epidemic and being imprisoned for being gay in the military, and like. Stuff that just feels like it feels like from no like no offense like from five hundred years ago, but it's like you know thirty forty years ago, and so there's there's this this um I don't know it's just so rich it's rich to read and to be enlightened about part of our history and part of your history your story in our community. Yeah, and I remember my brother when I told him that I was going to be a regular blogger. He said, "Do you have enough stories to tell?" And he starts to laugh. I said, you know, I have enough stories. To tell. <laughs> you have enough stories. It's just a matter of what stories will you tell? And it's completely up to you. And so I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for your authenticity, your boldness. And, um, and you've been such a fierce welcomer of guys in our community over the last couple of years. And so I'm just, I'm just so glad. I'm glad you took me up on that offer um, to be on the blog and now to come on this podcast today. It's super, super cool. I have to say that I was um, one of the folks who who reaches out to the new guys and um, because I need them to know that they're not alone in, in their journey with, with, with the group. Um, a lot of them just, you know, sign up, but they don't want to anticipate, participate in, in, in the, you know the discord um so i just let them know that that you know the more they inter interact with the group the better they'll they'll feel and also to let them know if they need somebody to talk to myself and others here are here to, to, to do that for them yeah and that's awesome because for for my vantage point you know i i wear a lot of hats in the yob community like running the blog running the podcast um, organizing Zoom calls and retreats. We're gonna we're gonna segue to that soon. Um, and so it's really cool when our community members can help fill in the cracks and fill in the other roles. Because I can't be omnipresent. I can't be everywhere. And you know, I'll send introductory welcome messages to guys that join us on Patreon and and get added to the Facebook group or get added to our Discord server. But that's really cool to see guys like you stepping up who have entered the community and who have become pretty established over the years. And just to be a welcoming inclusive presence um as as i like bounce around all the different administrational and ministerial duties like it's cool it's cool and awesome and needed to have guys like you so if i haven't thanked you enough michael thank you you're very welcome let's talk about that retreat because if you notice the hourglass it's about halfway halfway through how are you feeling do you feel the stress yeah (laughs) 
I'm, I'm still looking at it. <laughs> it's pouring down. Yeah, we're about halfway through. So, um, you know, if you decide to come back, we can certainly dive more into your story. No pressure. But I did want to talk about this little retreat because as as of this recording, we're a couple weeks away from our fourth ever camp retreat. Um, and you've been to two of them, Michael. So you're a little bit of a you're a little bit of a pro now at this point. You've been to a couple virtual retreats we've done as well. And you're actually helping, you're on a leadership team to plan and prepare this camp retreat. And so I thought it was great timing. Like in addition to getting to meet you for the first time on the podcast, um, you know, as we're just a couple weeks away from this retreat, I think when this episode comes out, we'll be exactly two weeks away from the retreat, which by the way, will co- coincide two weeks away from your birthday that you just mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. We've never had a birthday on the retreat so that you're going to make history in so many ways. But um, but yeah, this is, this is a fun event we'd get to do generally on a yearly basis. The pandemic threw off our rhythm for a little bit there, but, but we did one last year. We were doing one this year. This is our first fall retreat. Um, so, you know, if you're cold in Jacksonville right now, you might be you might be you, you let's just say you will be cold <laughs> in the mountains of North Carolina. So just bring all the layers, bring all the blankets, bring all the hats, bring all the scarves, bring everything you got. And we'll hopefully have some extra things to cover you, cover you, Michael. Well, I, I did get myself a winter coat. There just you go. They don't have those in Jacksonville. So I had to get it from Amazon. Okay, perfect. We'll, we'll, we'll make sure we have lots of hot cocoa or coffee running as well, whatever we need to fuel your insides. In addition to the love, you know, I joked about it earlier, but there is a warmth that comes with being with 50 of your other brothers in a confined space. <laughs> so, yeah. so hopefully that'll warm your insides as well. Um, so Michael, the first time I met you was at our second retreat. This would have been in 2019. And do you want to know what my first impression was of you? Yes. Because <laughs> I've joked about this with other people, and I don't know that I've ever told you face. Have I ever told you face to face what my first impression of you was? No. Okay. <laughs> well, here we go. I thought this was ripe content for the podcast. Um, so yeah, in 2019, we had our second retreat. Um, and the second retreat, we had a slew of new people, including Michael, you know, every year we do this, we have, you know, we have our faithful, our few and our faithful who, who come back year after year. And then we have a bunch of new people. So Michael was a new person at that point. Um, you come up and you had volunteered to be on the kitchen staff. So this is like Yab history because we used to cook our own meals back when we were young and naive and we thought that was the best thing to do. I, we don't do that anymore. It's it's too much work and too much time and too much energy and and too much can go wrong. It's just not it's not worth the uh the effort. But um but you were on the kitchen team, you were helping out and we were all still like getting to know each other like 40 people who are meeting for the first time and and dinners being made and we're setting things out. Um, and then all of a sudden you, you just had a commanding presence about you. And all of a sudden this person who I've never met, like starts telling everybody what's about to happen. You start telling, um, where cleanup's going to be, where the trash can's going to go, like how to like pick up your plate or go down the line or, or like the flow of the whole thing. And I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> who is he? Who is this guy telling the whole group what to do? And so I was wondering, I was like, what? He just has this, um, confidence this confidence that he can come into a new situation and just start telling everybody how it's going to be and how we're going to have a sense of order 
during the meal time and during the cleanup in particular, from what I remember. Um, and that was just my first impression of you is like, wow, like I'm excited to get to know who this person is. Cause I have no idea. We didn't have a discord at the time. So there wasn't as much like online, you know, rapport, get to, getting to know one another. I don't think you would come on zoom calls. Cause I don't remember ever seeing you up yeah. until that point. And so you were just like a bold, fresh presence at that second retreat. And by the end of the retreat, it was like, I'm so glad this guy is in our community because he he's like no other. I mean, everybody's a special snowflake in our community, but um, but none more special than you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. So that was my my impression of you was like, man, this guy is just taking ownership. And and to be fair, we need that in our community sometimes where it's it can, it can be a passive um passive introverted group, and so sometimes we just need somebody to tell us what's What's the plan? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. What were your thoughts going into that first retreat that you experienced a few years ago? Well, I was a little intimidated by for one thing, because every a lot of people had come to the first retreat, and I felt like they already knew each other, mm. and I was the outsider, and and I, I honestly didn't think about how many people who were were new to the to the second retreat i all i thought about was like everybody here knows each other except for me mm. and so it was just really intimidating and i felt like i wish i had gone to the first retreat <laughs> but i missed the cutoff when i joined the, the when i joined yop right i missed the cutoff like 2 days later Wow, it was that close. So you had to wait a full year then because we had it yeah. around the same time, spring of, yeah, the spring of that year. And so so there you were for the second retreat. That's so crazy to me though because like you saying you were intimidated, I would have never assumed that because my initial impression of you and then all weekend long, it was just like, wow, this guy is just so confident and knows that he belongs here to the point that he would organize the cleanup, which nobody told you to do that. You just like took, took ownership of, of, of the, the, the system that we were trying to develop there for mealtimes. And, and, and that speaks to, I think what you were saying about like, oh, people who have gone to previous retreats all know each other. And if I'm new, you know, I think about, you know, we have like 20 some new people coming to the retreat in a couple of weeks. I imagine some, if not most, if not all of them would feel probably the same thing. Like, oh, I haven't been to any of these other retreats. They're all going to know each other and like know all the, the, the schedule or know the jokes or know the, or just have this, all this FaceTime with one another that I don't have. But, um, but I get the sense that you, hopefully that, you know, you've come back to multiple retreats now. Hopefully that, that sense of alienness wasn't, wasn't forever. No, the, 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 the second retreat that I went to in 2009. Well, that would have been last year. Yeah, last year. 21, yeah. And, um, but yeah, so last year's retreat was awesome because there were 25 new guys and there were only 15, uh, uh, I guess, OGs. The OGs, yeah, yeah. It was a heavily new crowd last year. And it was just so awesome to see all these new people there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I'm really curious to see what the vibe is this year because this year the it's been reversed a little bit. We have more more of the OGs, you know, people who went last year, they're now OGs. They're people who are returning. Um but we still have a crop of 20 some 20 some new people coming again. And so 
So if, if they're listening, if one of you 20 people, new people are listening, you know, hopefully you can hear it from Michael and even hear it from me because I was a new person at, at one point, like going back to the first retreat, we were all new to this. We didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> and so, so we've all been there. We've all felt that anxiety of like, what is this going to be? Am I going to connect? Am I going to belong here? Am I going to, um, yeah, what's, what's the vibe going to be 36, 48 hours from now? And, um, and the hope is that those feelings of, of disconnect, those feelings of anxiety or uncertainty will pass the more that you're with us. Because I, I'd like to think that everyone who's been there has has taken something away from the weekend. That's that's our hope and that's what our, our prayer is. Yeah. I was just thinking back to the first retreat that I went to. And when we got into the, the circle and I made that. And we say everybody got in the circle except for me. Oh yes, we need to set yeah. this up. We do this exercise. Um, I don't want to like spoil it too much for anyone who's never been to a retreat, but we do an exercise where we try to get to know each other and find commonalities with one another. And so we form a big circle, um, and we step in or we step out. And and there was I, Michael misheard the question because the question was step in the circle if you're attracted to men or if you're if, if you identify as gay or I forget how I phrased it or whatever um and everyone steps in the circle this is another first impression of Michael because we did this the first night everyone steps in the circle except Michael and we're all just kind of like looking at him out of the corner of our eyes because because like there's no there's no qualifier questions to be in our community you don't have to be completely gay. We actually have a few straight people in our community, men and women supporting us on Patreon. Like there is a diver there's a little bit of diversity. It's predominantly gay or SSA or, or side B or whatever your lingo is. But um but I wondered at the time, I was like, oh, is is this Michael guy? Is he is he straight? <laughs> and and we had this moment for you. I don't know if it was I think it was the next day, the next morning or something, where where you made a brave announcement to the community. <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> well, it was, everybody assumed that I was straight and wanted to know why there was a straight guy on the, re on the retreat. <laughs> so I got up and said, I am not straight. I wanted everybody to know I am not straight. So the joke was that you you came out to us that day. <laughs> so it was really good. It was really good to have Michael the straight guy with us the first day and then Michael the not so straight guy with us the rest of the the rest of the retreat. It was that brings a smile to my face. I'm glad you brought that up because that's 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 such a fun Michael story. <laughs> it's made it through. It, it's in the 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 history books. It's in our Yab lore at this point. Yeah, and then last year, like I said, I was just really pleased about the number of new people that were there, and I had a chance to meet a lot of them, and not as many as I wanted to because the. The week retreats, I swear, it just went by so fast. Mm -hmm. They go by so fast and people keep telling me after the retreats are over, like, we need to do an extra day. We need another day. We need another day. And who knows? Maybe that'll happen. <laughs> maybe that'll happen one day. But um, but that's the logistics for another time. But what I wanted to talk about, Michael, because again, that hourglass, it's it's shrinking. It's going down. Um I wanted to ask you because this you're helping out with with leadership for the first time at this camp retreat. Um, and I'm just curious because you've been helping out with travel logistics and you're helping out with um, leading certain activities when we get there and other behind the scenes logistical things right now. And so I'm curious, just going into this retreat, this will be your third one. Um, what are you excited about? What what lights up your 
your world? What brings a smile to your face, a warmth to your soul? Like, what are you looking forward to for this retreat? I'm looking forward to more new people, for one. Right. Um, and I'm looking forward to the, the, the games that we have planned. Mm. The, the tribe against tribe. So that, that would be good. I'm breaking, sure mine will win. <laughs> you're breaking some new new information because we've never had tribe competitions at these camp retreats. We tested it out with our virtual retreat earlier this year, and it was so fun. People got so into it, and it was it was hilarious and fun and team building. And it was I you know we've never done this at a camp retreat, so I am excited to see yeah to see how that goes for for this time as well. Yeah, mine has to win because it'd be my, on my at least the first night. So it'd be because it'd be a birthday present for me. So they have to win. I was going to say selfishly, you should have just answered. I'm excited for it to be my birthday when we all get there. <laughs> well, I, I am excited about the the, the lunch that we're going to have. We're going to have a lunch, yeah, um, together before the retreat, and it's going to be it's going to be so fun. But I'm kind of shocked after four retreats now. This is the first time we have a birthday. We have a birthday happening during the retreat, and then we have a couple other birthdays happening right around the retreat as well. So it's kind of interesting timing yeah. this year. That's pretty fun that we have people to celebrate. That's when a lot of people were having sex and and during Valentine's Day, and the babies were born in November. <laughs> You're very wise. That's, that's like, I was doing the math in my head. I was like, yeah, if we subtract nine months, yeah, that would have been around Valentine's Day, wouldn't it? Yeah. All you November people, all you November birthdays listening, how does it feel to know that your parents had sex around Valentine's Day? How does that feel? <laughs> oh, so funny. Um, now, that, now that they're all cringing. I know, now that they're all cringing. What are you anxious about, Michael? Do you get anxious about the retreat? Because you're not a you're not a newbie anymore. You belong. You're part of us. But is there anything you're anxious about? Um, Other than the cold? <laughs> no, Um I, I guess more or less it's just the um no, I I guess not. After after the second one, I guess not. I don't have mm-hmm. anything. Such a this is like oh, one of those interview oh, I questions. I, I, I take that back. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say this is one of those interview questions where the interviewer asks, What's your greatest weakness? And you're and you're like, I have no weaknesses. I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> but yes, I, tell me. I, I hear a lot of guys are looking forward to meeting me for the first time. Mm. And I and initially I felt that was kind of strange, but they they tell me it's because uh, just because of who I am. Do you worry? Do you worry about living up to that? Like whatever vision of you that they have? No, I don't think so. Okay, I, I'm pretty. You know, since I'm pretty straightforward in the, on Discord, and everybody knows how I am. Yeah, I, I won't be any different there. Yeah, no, I agree. You're some people are like it's it's so interesting that you say that because some people are like super chatty and super um, like talkative, for lack of a better term, online. And then you meet them in person. I'm this way. Like you get meet them in person, and there might be a little more timidness or or you know people. Sometimes people act differently on the internet versus in in real life. But you're pretty consistent from what I can tell from interactions with you in person on calls and on Discord postings. Like, yep, that's just Michael. He's pretty consistent across the board. Yeah. I try to be the same as as real as I can be. Keeping it real with Michael. Yeah. Well, Michael, I don't know if you see it. 
I see it. But the sand is gone. Sand is out. And I think we did a good job, honestly, of talking about you a little bit, um, talking about the retreat, previous retreat experiences, this upcoming one. We're so excited. Um, we're just a couple weeks away from having 50, 50 guys from literally all around the world flying from countries away to be with us for the weekend. Like it's going to be, I already know it's going to be great. And I, I say all that with some confidence, but also with trepidation, knowing that in a couple weeks we still have so much to do. <laughs> we have so much to do. <laughs> I don't know if you yeah. see, you see my background, Michael, there are things everywhere in my apartment right now. There, I have all these retreat supplies that have been unearthed after the last year in storage. And I'm just like figuring out how to, how to get it all together. Thankfully I don't do it alone and you're, you're a huge help. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be a, a fun, a fun time together. This was, this was fun, Michael. I hope you'll entertain coming back again. It was, it was lovely to have you on. Well, now that this is done, I, I don't have a problem coming back. Good, good. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even get a lot of sleep last night thinking about how I was going to screw things up. <laughs> you did so good. You did great. And rumor, rumor didn't make a peep. I didn't hear a single, a single bark. So the audio was, was lovely. Well, he's actually out there barking now. Oh, is he? Right. I can't hear it. So that's good. We don't, <laughs> we don't hear the the distractions, but maybe rumor. Yeah. Maybe rumor will um, make an appearance one day. Who knows? Maybe we can, maybe we can let him on for five seconds. That'll be a future podcast though. <laughs> okay. All right, brother. It was so good to talk to you. Um, everyone listening. If you want to check out Michael's blogs, you can check out our blog, go to yourotherbrothers.com. Uh, you can check out our contributors tab. Um, you can find Michael on there. If you want to shoot him an email, Shoot him an email. Say hello, Michael at yourotherbrothers.com. You would love to hear from them, wouldn't you? I would. <laughs> I'm making you say yes, yes. I would love to hear from random people on the internet. Uh, but you genuinely do love it, I think. I don't think that's me presuming too much. No, I look forward to it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Shoot him an email. We would. He would love to hear from you. Um, so that's going to do it, you guys. We're going to take a little, little ConvoCast break for this retreat. But we'll be back. We'll be back on the other side of the retreat after we come back, hopefully more, um, more rested, more refreshed, more rejuvenated than we've been in a while. And um, we'll talk to somebody else, as we always do. There's always, there's always somebody else to talk to on the combo cast. So, so until we cast that next combo, see you later, friends. Bye, Michael. Bye. Bye.